Black Educated and Broke is a weekly entertainment podcast where we mix hip hop, headlines, and all things ATL into the success of Black millennials and of Black culture. All right, what's going on? Y'all are tuned in to Black Educated uh, and Broke. To Black Educated and Broke. Welcome back, people. We got Randy O. We got Mike. We got Mike Q. D. What up, what up? You know, it's Q here. Over, baby. I love it. Maya's back. Maya Your favorite cast member's back. back. What up, Maya? Your favorite is back. Maya, you know they Hi, love guys. you. They stay Maya's DM. Hi, guys. Everybody. And Everybody. we got to say all the way from the Bay. The Bay. Yeah. All the way from the Our producer, that's right. We are a syndicated show. Her mic is off. We don't know what she's saying. Put <laughs> some smoke in there. That's what we're talking about. Randy, oh, what's, what's up? Now, Why are you what doing, up, Randy? Randy? Oh, no, you How know. are you? I'm really not in the mood today, so I just want y'all oh, to keep that oh. in mind. What's wrong, boo-boo? Because I That's just don't baby. feel like it today. Oh, uh, you want to come back next week? <laughs> I mean, you want to you take the night off? We no, me, no, I don't. Let me I text don't Veronica Waters. She did off. confirm on Twitter. Whoa, she did. She whoa, definitely whoa. did. I mean, I, I don't understand how you sound so happy and get it on the power pod, but you get on here and you don't feel like it. Well, maybe because they don't attack oh. me. What? Maybe, maybe that's why. Like, that. maybe the power pod, they never come at me, but you know, oh. black Jerry and Jamie broke people, you a jerk besides Zay from the Bay. Because <laughs> Zay from the Bay never comes for me like that. But everyone else, but that's probably because she's my sorority sister, but everyone else just, you know. You haven't seen the video footage you know what? Out because I don't record that part. But you anyway. know what? All we do is show you a little bit of tough love. Tina get your ass whooping, you feed him. What the hell going on? First of all, uh-huh. Tina and I just behind him. He had one little two bites and he's okay, okay? He's a gangster dog. I've been nothing but don't nice come today. Play. I've been really nice today. I had your back and everything. Randy, you know how Randy get every few months, y'all. It's okay. We it's, all good. it's all love. I still don't like if, y'all, if but... you at the house, Sean, leave. Is she coming home? <laughs> run, Sean, run. She uh, home. He, you know, and first of all, you know, thank y'all to everybody who uh, wished him happy birthday. We really had a really fun weekend. Introduced Q to the all-you-can-eat crab legs specialist. Lord, have mercy. Delicious. Oh, that was fire. That's right. uh, every Monday, guys. All-you-can-eat crab legs, sir, we are promoting because that was bomb there. But, Where'd uh, y'all go? Sir. Oh, is that the white spot? Uh, like yeah, right off 85 in Monroe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. As I said it like four freaking times. Anyways, but uh, we had a great weekend. Attitude, attitude. She got Were you guys social distance? Were you all social distance eating the crab legs? Sure. So That's a no from Randy, back. so I definitely won't be going. But wait, I want to. I was driving back, so I didn't get to tell you to tell Shad happy birthday. So happy belated birthday to Shad, because I know Thanks. I missed that. Hello. I think I told him the cute part of it. If I didn't have birthday, my boy. Nah, it was it was, it was a good it was a good fun turn up. Uh, now you know back to reality. So um, uh, this, for you maybe. I don't go back to work till November. Shit, I'm. Are you for real? <laughs> oh, I, that is. Listen, I still got another 40 hours. <laughs> so the crazy part is no one asked you. Mm, oh, is. I wish I could meet your little ass. That sure would. Well, moving mm. on to something that is happening. we do we dealing with tonight, fellas. Yeah, them against us. One of them shows. All right. This next story is actually really, you know, it is kind Say, of. Say thank you for being so. Oh cute. my God, Ron. <laughs> Dog, not tonight. <laughs> with your rude ass. Anyways, 
There's been another twist in the Breonna Taylor case. Q. Yeah, um, so on a heavier note or a lighter note, because it ain't nothing we didn't already know. Um, one, uh, one of the jurors was granted the opportunity to come forward and talk about what was in the uh, grand jury indictment and what was not which is nothing we didn't already know. We know that this has been one of the heaviest cover-ups in police uh, brutality and the police killing in recent years. And I'm just grateful that a juror is brave enough to take on not only the judicial system, not only black people for black people, but also go against the attorney general of an entire state and um, come forward with the truth. Now, we haven't heard what's going on, what wasn't in it. Well, we know what wasn't in it. We know that the, the murder was not in it. That was not even an option. The only thing that they were to, to, um, to look at and, and proceed on was the wanton endangerment, which I think as a black man, like I think that's extra despicable that you would withhold evidence that could possibly get someone put away in jail because you didn't agree with the methods on how it was done so I look forward to hearing that I feel like whoever comes out every news station is going to be beating down their door trying to get interviews 2020 CNN, uh, CBS this morning ABC everybody's going to want to get that so I look forward to hearing that and maybe some truth will come to come forward with all of it they stop playing with us. Yeah, and I'm not even going to go any further than that because you stumped that all the way up. I am going to be praying for her that no one tries to find her, attack her, or do something to her. I am. You know it's a woman? I didn't know it was a woman. I don't know either. You know what? You're right. I think I just assumed I that know. from what I read about I, the I assumed it too. Was. I ain't going to stunt. You are I so right. Was, the way you read it, I, it, it, the assumption, it seems it's a black like woman. woman on, yeah. Oh, my God. You are so right. I just say, look at that. Yeah. Just jump into it. But uh, here's something that we don't got to jump into because it is very clear. 50 Cent is endorsing uh, President Donald Trump. No, bullshit. Uh, no, this is true. He, <laughs> Yeah. He's endorsing Donald Trump. You didn't know that? I thought that photo with him, Ice Cube, Ice Cube said, no, this ain't real. That shit was fake. That was a photo. Yeah, the photo fake, was fake because Trump signed Trump it. Trump is real, like for real. Yeah. For real. No, he is, oh, he is literally... Because he don't like some... Joe Biden's... Uh... The tax cleared. The yeah. tax. Fit to say, you say he was going to get rich or die trying, but you know... Oh, <laughs> he said he don't want to be 20 cents. <laughs> <laughs> that, Lord have mercy. Boy. Matter of fact, yeah. he said if Biden win, he going to pack his bags and leave, which is the same thing. That Trump's the uh, commander and clown said. So I guess they gonna go somewhere and be the odd. Pity trolling. I don't believe it. I, I pity trolling. I mean, he definitely. That's trolling. how I kind of felt. But then I kind of like he really is gonna try to vote for Trump because of that taxes and stuff like that break that he's trying to push. I do feel that, like that he like he a businessman at the end of the day. He said, <laughs> we'll see on the next episode. He said episode that sixty-two percent. He ain't with it. <laughs> on the he next said, episode of power. He said he said get the hell out of here with that sixty-two percent. Oh, it wasn't supposed to be that high. It was only supposed to be like twenty-eight. It was he like 21 it. now. It's going up to like 28. Well, somebody told him it was 62. That damn Hell no, that's ridiculous. They're not, first of all, no. The government dirty, but they're not going to take out the pockets that's feeding them by taxing them 62%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got that message from the gang. It's all right. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> right. Nah, he, he definitely trolling it. Okay, well, before we wrap up this little intro, I did want to get into this last story because I didn't know anything about it. I saw it on Instagram, but I didn't really read into it. And Maya, you can kind of let us know. But something about Kanye is praying for Issa. What's going on? Or Asa? 
It's not a little country. Come on. So, <laughs> so this past weekend, Issa Rae was one of the hosts for Saturday Night Live's uh, you know the SNL skits now that jazz, and so her she had a skit with Kenan Thompson, and it was basically basically Lord I can't talk today. It was basically like a skit featuring like a news anchor interviewing political associates about where they stand on the politics and the current voting situation, and she played like an attorney, NAACP attorney, uh, Janelle. Demings, I think that was the last name, in the skit up uh, next to a freelance writer who was actually paid by Ego um, Nwambam. Nwambam. I, I'm sorry if I butchered that. But basically, they were talking about um, how with the political parties, Issa was like, she's voting for everyone black, everybody who has a voice, she's voting for them, she's standing behind them, ten toes down, and we're taking back our power. And then they asked her about Kanye within the uh, skit, and she was just like, Kanye? Man, fuck him. Just like that. Being like Issa. And then towards the end of the skits, they kept going. And then it was like F Kanye West at the end. She literally said F Kanye West. But it was kind of like the Issa insecure type of stuff. Not like I'm being serious. Like really like fuck Kanye. It wasn't yeah. nothing like that. But he just took the Twitter and was saying, I've always said SNL uses black people to hold other black people back. My heart goes out to Issa Rae. I'm praying for her and her family. I know the 20 years of service that I paid in the entertainment field has furthered our ability to be more successful. <laughs> okay. First of all, okay. how you gonna come for Issa when she's Don't all about? Like that. He put hey, I ain't gonna stunt. I I come for Issa multiple times. You know what? Oh my multiple god! You know times, he needs a rim shot. Hey, I give her a rim job, boy. Okay. Well, you know what? On that note, guys, we're gonna go ahead, like uh, Mike Hannah, we're gonna go ahead and take a break. But speaking of Easter, right? We actually have some artistry tonight because it is Shanae Day. Meaning yeah. it is our behind the scenes. We have at y'all. I am so excited about our guest today. All I'm gonna say, Maya, what are the sh- movies he's been in? Akrama Homie, he's been in. What was the other movie I told you? Hold on, say that <laughs> again. You kind of broke up. What's, yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the movie oh, that this brother is in? Yeah, Maya, what's going on in the, in the uh, <laughs> Mayan Empire Studios now? What's going on? All right. He's been in. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, he's been in Superfly. He's been in Acrimony. He has been in Love, Simon. He has so many different accolades. He was in the new Step Up uh, High Water series off the YouTube Red. Then that's enough right there. We're going to pause. She was ready to give you even more, but that's what we're about to be interviewing tonight. Shanae is going to be interviewing. So, guys, you don't want to miss it. Keep listening right here on Black Educated and Broke. Imagine a world with black teachers, lawyers, politicians, and developers. Imagine funds allocated for black entrepreneurship, local food banks, and a platform to educate. Ethopia.org pools resources within the black community. Learn to network and seek employment opportunities from trusted authorities. It's time for Blacks in Power. Register today at evopia.org. What up, y'all? It's Mike B. And get your weekly headlines right here on your favorite podcast for the culture, Black Educated 
and we not broke no more. We just never forget where we come from. All right, guys, we are back here on Black Educated and Broke. And guess who has joined us again? Guess who it is, y'all? Y'all know what it is. Y'all know, do you know what today is? What is it, Q? It's our Sinead Day. (laughs) (laughs) What's happening? Welcome back, homie. Sinead J. Campbell. Sinead J. Campbell. Okay. I love it. I love it. You got to be extra. You got to be. Come on now. (laughs) How's it been going, Sinead? I'm good, good. Just trying to knock out this day, you know. Happy to be here. Happy to see all of your beautiful faces. You're trying to rush us through our, our stuff, man. I heard that in your voice. I did too, I think. I was you like, caught okay, that? Okay, I was okay, okay, not at all. No. Okay, all right, all right. Because we didn't have you in September, did we? Oh, wait, no. Did we miss We you? didn't. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's why I'm like, we haven't seen you here. That's why I'm like, what's been up? Oh, just another day. Like, wait, wait. Our listeners haven't heard your lovely voice, Shanae. Update them. What's been going on in the last month, Brand? I was working in Atlanta, not seeing anybody, but working in Atlanta, shooting um, an upcoming short film for Aspire TV. Uh, did that out there for about five weeks. Um, the day they started filming is the day I flew back to LA to go back to work here and to my bills. So <laughs> that was nice to be back and to be around some of the creatives who helped us get going and, you know, Make another film. Make another film. Did you go kick it with Marquise after they won the title? I did not. (laughs) I hope you you get to. Good show. I love it. But yeah, guys, so we got Shanae here. Like I said, before we took a break, we have a special guest. We have uh, Terrell Hill is going to be joining us for Behind the Scenes with Shanae J. Campbell. So stay tuned for that. Um, But also, we know what time it is. I was giving you a little hint of melanin news, melanin excellence just there, because it is time for that segment with Mike B's Melanin News. What's going on, boo? Welcome back, Shanae. Let's get into the headlines. The family of Sequoia Turner is going after the city of Atlanta. The family says the city could have done more to prevent the tragic killing of the eight-year-old. So here's some news. The civil rights attorney and Atlanta activist, well, Wally Davis, he's a part of the legal team for the family. He says, and I quote, the city knew that there were armed vigilantes blockading a public street, and they took no action to rid the citizens of Atlanta, the menace and of this dangerous circumstance and situation, end quote. Now, I had questions about this before, but the family attorney says that the family will file a suit unless a $15 million settlement is reached. And, of course, Sequoia Turner was killed by gunfire on July 4th, 2020, just a couple of weeks after the fatal police shooting of Rayshard Brooks, all in the same area, South Atlanta. Now, how does this sound? Ida B. Wells High School. Oh, I can't wait. I love it. Take Grady off and put Ida B. up there. The Mississippi-born black journalist and activist is the proposed new name for Midtown Atlanta High School. So the Atlanta School Board is scheduled to vote before a vote on November the second, just before the November third election. The full board must approve any changes. Now there are school names after Ida B. Wells in D.C. and Tennessee. She is and remains one of the co-founders of the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, the NAACP, along with W.E.B. Du Bois and others. Now, this is from the Associated Press. Black officers are breaking away from their police unions over Trump endorsement. The AP says black police organizations were formed to advocate for equality within police departments with a focus 
on how law enforcement affects the black community. But the tension in 2020 has been even greater. The National Association of Black Law Enforcement issued an official letter condemning the use of deadly force, police misconduct, and abuse in communities of color. And Rochelle Bilal, she's the president of the Guardians Civic League of Philadelphia. She says, quote, we are members of these unions and we don't take it and they don't take into consideration our feelings about the president. They don't care about us and they don't care about our dues, end quote. She calls the National Fraternal Order of Police Trump endorsement an outrage. So we'll see how that's going to happen. The cast of Black Educated and Broke, we got to send our love to singer Kelly Price in the passing of her mother last weekend. Uh, it's been a tough year for her. She lost her grandfather to coronavirus in April. Congrats to veteran actor and political activist Wendell Pierce from The Wire, Selma, Chicago PD. He has officially announced he will portray the legendary B.B. King in a biopic. All Even right. Tank tweeted that Pierce is the artist to paint the colossal cathedral. So let's talk in sports. It's the week six of the NFL. A couple of games to keep a lookout on. Of course, Panthers take on the Saints. Uh, Randy, the Cowboys, they all right because they're in D.C. They taking on the football team. Y'all good? Y'all ready? We ready. <laughs> That's what y'all said last week. Anyway, Detroit Lions are in Atlanta. Uh, black quarterback battle. Russell Wilson and the Seahawks take on Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. The Chiefs and the Broncos. That's a big division rivalry there. Trash. And it's the battle of the undefeated. The Pittsburgh Steelers are in Tennessee to take on Ron's Titans. So I oh, definitely I got 20 on Pittsburgh. Oh, all right. <laughs> if you want to do it to yourself, son. <laughs> well, the latest in uh, our headlines, follow me on Twitter, Mike B underscore news. It's Melanin News right here on Black Educated and Broke. Thank you, Mike B, for those headlines, guys. As always, like you said, you can follow this information on our social media pages at Black Educated and Broke for our Instagram and on our Facebook. And then on Twitter, it's going to be BEB Podcast underscore ATL. So we're going to get into our next break. When we come back, we got some hip hop and sports news on Ron's Rundown. Give them a, just a tease, Ron, what we can kind of expect on this rundown of yours. Man, we're going to dip off into the world of sports just a little bit. AB might be on the way back. All right, guys. You want to hear more into it? You got to keep listening right here on Black Educated and Broke. Do you have a business that needs a social media makeover? Or perhaps you just simply do not have the time to run your business and manage your social presence. Allow Randy O PNR to take the wheel. From posting content to engaging with customers, Randy O PNR will seamlessly handle all of your social media needs. For a list of all of their services, go to www.randyopnr.com or check them out on social media at Randy O PNR. Take the worrying out of and allow the experts at Randy O PNR to handle it for you. Yo, what's up, people? It's your boy Ali Sadiq from Comedy Central. Man, you know me. I'm black, educated, and broke as hell. I just want y'all to know, hey, man, keep listening to this podcast. Black, educated, and broke. It's your boy Ali Sadiq. Hey, man, get your cash up. Get your education up. And get your goddamn blackness up. Yo, 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 what it do? Schooling, done daughter. And right now, you listen to Black, Educated, and Broke. Get you some money. Yes, sir. It's your boy Ron bringing you Ron's Rundown. Nothing but that hip hop fire and straight sports knowledge. Black Educated and Broke is now in the building. You should be too. Let's go. All right, guys. We are back here on Black Educated and Broke having a battle of the 
Oh, Brady, Brady. Oh, Grady, baby. And I never know what that means. So when we talked about it in the last segment, we were saying they were going to change us off the high school to Ida B. Ida, Ida B. Wells. But what does that have to do with the hospital name? Like, they're not changing the hospital name, too, are they? Nah, Maya was just asking uh, off air would they change the name, and I, I doubt it. I doubt it. Grady Hospital practice that Grady Hospital. How long has Grady Hospital been around? Buy. I'm just curious. How long is that the oldest hospital in Atlanta? Ooh, I don't want to say. Well, you know what? Probably current. That's still mm-hmm. active. Yeah. And it's still a, a, a lot of hospitals are gone now. You got a lot of hospitals. They, they long gone. That's a, that's a top-tier hospital, too. Yeah, it's the only Especially for hospital. trauma. Yeah, yeah, that's where you want to go. To live and change the name. We watch Gray's Anatomy. They changed the name of Gray. What was the, what's the hospital on Gray's Anatomy? Gray Sloan. Gray Sloan. I love, I cannot wait. They can, they can change that. that. Dr. Baylor. Uh, Dr. Baylor's still on there. She yeah, is still on there. Oh, fine. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, guys. We got off topic. It just be like oh, that bad. sometimes <laughs> on Black Educated and Broke. But before we take the break, Ron gave us a little tease on the rundown. It's your show. Boy, what's going on? What's going on, Kings and Queens? So, y'all know I love them versus battles. Versus Battle Season 2 is getting ready to start. Buster Bronze was on Fat Joe's podcast, and he said he wants to smoke with T.I. He want to head up. He said he's going to bust his ass. Buster Rhymes and T.I.? Thank you, Coop Pauls. Appreciate that. No problem. Buster Rhymes versus T.I. 20 for 20. So T.I. took the Instagram and said, OG, I respect you highly, but... That's too much of a reach. He said, <laughs> he, said he said that would be like him trying to trying to reach back and battle Rakim or something. He said that don't make no sense. It doesn't. Uh, he, said, oh, he, said he's he, he already his... chose. He said he already chose who he wanted to battle. Uh, but you know, not sure if that's ever gonna happen. But you know, people keep talking about him and Jeezy. So he said, you know, if Jeezy wanted to do it, he was said he was gonna do. He wanted to do it. He ain't said nothing, so y'all ask Jesus Jesus if he up. He's ain't got time right now. And if he right. wants to do it, he'll do it. So. Planning a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Atlanta's own two chains, man. He is giving back to y'all HBCU college students, man. He wants to help y'all if y'all got an up and running business. Um, he created the Money Maker Fund to invest in uh, businesses and ideas. So if you are a current HBCU student. And you have an up and running business. Um, he wants to invest in your business or your ideas. Um, if you follow him on Twitter, uh, the link is in his bio. It's the moneymakerbank.com. Why did he extend that to HBCU graduates? Like, right. Baby, y'all grown. Y'all grown. Keep it moving. I mean, he moving. said that y'all was a criteria. You got to be a current. Looking at these students. They listen, the children are our future. No, <laughs> listen, this is my thing. The longest two chains stick with it. So many people come up with these initiatives and these programs, especially for these kids, and then they don't stick with it. So I need for him to stick with it. Or College Park will be on that ass because I know people. Anyway. <laughs> Well, we're looking at possibly some new music. So uh, Kendrick Kendrick Lamar's next album is right around the corner, according to TD's president, Terrence Punch Henderson. So he was on Twitter, and somebody asked him, so when's K-Dot's album dropping? And he replied, pretty soon. So then somebody else said, like, this year soon? So he was like, as soon, soon. So we got that coming up. But he didn't say if it was going to be 2020 or 2021. So, you know, we do got that to look forward to. He I hope it drops in 2020. The way this year been, man, I need I think that's what he's waiting on. He might be waiting on who the president going to be. 
Yeah, well, he better wait to drop in the 2021 if he drops some more BS. We're going to need no more bad stuff this year. <laughs> I ain't doing this with you right now. <laughs> so Meek Mill also promises a new album uh, before Keep the it. end of 2020. Keep oh, it. God. Go to break. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't need to hear no more yelling. <laughs> I feel like me, me in the bathroom. I got water, your place, my nigga. Shit. Yo, we not doing slap of the daffy tonight, dog. Oh, shit. I bet. We sorry. <laughs> I'm dapping all damn. this shit. That's two daps, three daps in, uh, in a matter of a week. We got a record number. <laughs> yeah. Man, so like I teased uh, before, man. <laughs> Antonio Brown's NFL suspension is over. Y'all know he got in some trouble last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the NFL suspended him pretty much indefinitely. But uh, that's pretty much that's over now. Uh, we saw him work out with the Seattle Seahawks uh, over the summertime. Um, so and they, actually him and Russell Westbrook looked pretty good. Wow. Russell Wilson looked pretty good together. So with uh, Metcalf, Lockett, and possibly Brown, Seahawks ain't going to be no joke. But they uh, they definitely seriously looking at the superstar wide receiver. So we'll see what happens with that. I think we got some cap space. We might be able to fit him in. Man, y'all need to see if Le'Veon can He threw with out. the AFC. The way, y'all, the way the AFC dog now, bro, he can look, the look, they already got Le'Veon. They don't know what they're going to do with him yet. You crazy, boy. We got him and Cedric uh, Edwards-Alaire back-to-back split carries. Cut it out, boy. That ham- you see our run those, game? Make sure that hamstring look good. You see One our run game? One of those those splitting carries, man, because that young boy suffer. good. Yeah, I got to nice. get to that young they boy good. Maybe I ain't carrying the ball. He lining up as a slot all it's day. Good. It's good, man. We we, we don't worry. Don't worry. We'll see what's going on. As long as none of them go to the Cowboys, that's all that matter. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Randy's uh, Cowboys done lost a motherfucking <laughs> game. Okay, <laughs> Are you done with Ron's rundown? Because we have more important guests to interview. Ron sent this message, and I said, "Uh uh-uh, Ron, hold on now, because it was 28 to 3. And I'm very familiar with 28 to 3 in the third quarter. I said, "Uh uh-uh, wait till the end of the game. And by two minutes left, I I text the group, and I said, Ron, you can send the message. Ron, what you say, Ron? Raiders Cowboys have lost a motherfucking game. Hell no. Okay, are you done with your rundown? You said you were done. Okay, thank you guys. That's Ron. Hey, you that's follow it for me on the rundown, man. Follow me on Twitter at MRFYPM. Randy mad at me, but she be all right. Or don't follow him. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on to our next segment, God dang it, because Ron be trying me, and I'm not letting him have it today. Um, we're going to take a break, but before this next segment, we ain't had this in a long time. Oh, we ain't. You're still cutting me off, Ron. Nobody, listen, <laughs> you, this is not your moment, Hello? okay? Listen, we haven't had this segment in such a long time, and I'm actually oh, looking shit. forward to it. It's the 10 spot. Cute. What's happening? What's up? Before I get into this break, I need yeah. you. We ain't done this in a while. You got to know what they're going to come back and hear. Give them something what they're going to hear when they come back. Man. <laughs> Mike been asking me about this this 10 spot uh, motherfucking cuffing season. So, shit, let's get the oh. people what they want. Oh, God. And it begins. You want, I do it again. Just yell me. Yeah. Come back. Right here, y'all, on Black Educated and Broke. Black icons. It's strong. 
It's empowerment. It's leadership. It's me. It's the culture. I'm African American. My skin tone is brown. I have a son. He's African American. His skin tone is brown. I'm here to uplift. I'm here to inspire. I'm here to lead. You can follow us at Black Icons 83 on Facebook and Instagram. And right now we're working on the website, so anything you see on the page, you can shoot us a DM. And someone to get back to you within 24 hours. Shop Black Icons. Hey, say, man, somebody told me y'all ain't been watching the YouTube channel. It's not that hard. All you got to do is type in Black Educated and Broke in the search bar. You can listen to it while you driving, while you working out, whatever, while you doing homework, school papers, whatever, man. Just cut it on and listen and explore, expand your mind. Black Educated and Broke can be found on many platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and our Heart Radio music app. So if you need somewhere to listen but don't want to download a bunch of apps, choose one of those. You're bound to have one of them on your phone, right? Right? That's what I thought. Black Educated and Broke, season three, coming right at you. <laughs> we are back here on Black Educated and Broke. These people on this podcast is so extra. Anyways, before we teased it, we were talking, oh, <laughs> including myself. Before we took this break, we were talking about the 10 spot coming yeah. back. I did it in a while. Cuffing season cue continue. All right. So this this ten spot ain't about cuffing season. I just say it's about cuffing oh. season. I just said Michael's asking oh. for a cuffing season. <laughs> so I'm wait though because it ain't quite chilly weather yet. Once it gets cold enough, that means all your prospects should be picked. Right. Still so low. We'll start. That's still here. It was eighty degrees. I ain't thinking about mm-hmm. no cuffing season. It's still nice. I don't know if I even like you yet. That part. Oh, yeah, so okay. I we have free agency, free agency. Yeah, okay. absolutely. So, but I did Halloween is today. All right, so I figured that we might as well talk about some Halloween things. You know, why not? Right? <laughs> okay. It's the season. Hocus Pocus it's is on TV week. every weekend. I was Halloween like, is it? <laughs> it's been a long day for me. Okay. What, which, Mister? I don't go back to work yeah. till November or whatever. Boy, bye. Damn. All right, ten spot this week is Q's top ten things that I like to do to enjoy my Halloween. Okay. And y'all can tell me if there's some stuff y'all you know y'all can fuck with. Maybe we can get together. Number ten, I like candy apples. Yes. I don't mean the caramel ones; those are good. But I mean the ones that's actually dipped in the red candy, and you can eat the apples on the stick. I like it on oh, a stick sorry, with maybe. nuts, but chocolate or caramel. Not the you like, okay, so you like the caramel ones around. Yeah. You like caramel apples. Yeah, with the okay, nuts. I, yeah, caramel apples are fire, but um, I got ceilings, and they pull them out. Oh, so okay, yeah. I like candy apples. They're usually pretty, you know, you get the sweet and the, the salty <laughs> with the apples and stuff. Number nine, decorating pumpkins. Yes. Like carving them up and dumping the guts out. You sitting them out. It's festive. And then if you don't cut it up, at least you already got your pumpkin out because Thanksgiving is right around the corner. <laughs> So your decorations is already set. You move one for another. You know, throw some leaves up. Take a jack lantern and a vampire down. Boom. Two he birds, is such a he is stone. such a dad. He's so <laughs> dirty. That's educated and positive. So dirty. All right, number eight. This is the time of the year that I get one of my top five favorite candies 
that gets the most candy hate corn. in the world. Candy corn. And that's candy corn. Yes. Yes. Get you some candy corn. You can see we we like to throw sometimes, you know, the little dinner mints, a little square mints. You can toss them in or some peanuts in with it. Ate it. Oh my gosh. Flag so on the flight. Yeah, I was like, you just ruined all of that. <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying you can. It, it tastes good either way. I love candy corn by itself, but I can put some of that in there. Right? Kind of real Kansas City. That was some Midwest shit. <laughs> it, it, it definitely is. I go stuck. Number seven. Apple cider. And then we grown. You throw a little drinky drink in that thing. Yeah. Yeah, a little splash of vodka, a little splash of tequila. Yo. Whatever you drink is some brown, some henny, crown, all that tastes amazing with that. You can't beat spiked cider. Now, this year we got plenty of HBCU alums on here. It's it's homecoming season. And we missed it because of COVID. But I definitely enjoy this time of year because of it. Not only is my birthday, but homecoming is always right around the corner. Be it before or during. You feel me? Number five, haunted houses. Yes. What? Yes. Man, where the gangsters at? Man, y'all trying to go through the haunted house? Do y'all ever go to the ones, uh, the one in Stone Mountain, Netherlands? Yes, I've never been. Oh, I've seen that sign. I wanted to go there last year. It is not scary. There's always a big crowd, but I never went. That's what I thought. It tricked me. I did 13 stories, but I didn't do Netherlands. My blood pressure. You did 13 stories? Did you make it all the way? No, hell no. So how much do you got your money back? Oh no, you didn't get your money back. How many floors did you go? How many floors did you make it to? Uh, I think we made it to the, I want to say fifth or sixth. Oh my God, you got too scared and you left. I didn't get too scared. I was about to start fighting. I got mad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Little people syndrome, you know, they ready right. to attack. Because I was just trying to figure out why y'all keep walking behind me. Like, to scare, scare you. you. Duh. But it's not, they weren't like getting in front of me. They're just behind me doing shit. So I couldn't see any of the shit they were That's doing. The so I'm turning around and they gonna freeze. Like, they wouldn't do it shit. Like, first of all, that's the waste of my money. Like, I wanna see you. Like, stop doing it. Okay, right. this girl I gotta find out where the, the hot spots are because I wanna do that. But I'm moving on. Maze, Number four, costumes. All right? And I don't mean the kids going around trick-or-treating now. Grown folks. see the adult ones. I mean, you get the, the cosplay. Is the chicks we having the, the the banging bodies? They be you know in a Daphne and we are not Daphne Velma. And we all like a freaky nerd, uh, dressed up like Velma, or or put the glasses on with the little tape in the middle, you know. Or you might have a nurse, a, a naughty nurse with her stockings all the way up. And she bend over to pick up the stethoscope. You can see her boots. Like, that's the kind wow. of it sounds like the role play that they <laughs> it do. sounds like, like you gotta let the costume. Oh, excuse me. This is the 10th spot. This, this is, is the 10th spot. Thanks like so much. All right, number three, trick or treat. Are you really ever too old to go trick or treat? Yes. Bag never smash. too old. Yes, you are. Bag snatching. That's fucked up, right? That's not cool, bro. But trick or treat. I think the last time I actually went trick or treating was like 2016. Like Damn, nigga, you was grown, grown. Grown, grown. And I went to Marcus Peters' house. I didn't even know it. I just walked up. He's the uh, 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 cornerback for the Ravens now. But, yeah, I rode up to his crib, got some candy. All right, number two. Hell, you get all the <laughs> Halloween movies. My favorite movies to watch this time of year is Paranormal Activity. At one point, they was bringing out a Paranormal Activity every year around Halloween. And who was in the theater watching it? Me. 
The only one. How many of them paranormals? Ain't about 10 of them? No, it's only five. They're close enough. You know, yeah, no one. <laughs> and then uh, the last one, Halloween parties. Last year, Randy threw one. We had a great time. She, I didn't know it was a costume party. But, <laughs> but one couple showed up in costumes. Yep. <laughs> it, was a, it was a laugh factory the entire night. Yes, it was. Uh, we had plenty of drinks, and it was a really good time. And that was right around, actually, that was the weekend of my birthday last year. So, uh, yeah, that's what I like to do for Halloween, man. I wish we could do something like this together. It'd be amazing. Maybe Aww. we can do haunted houses. I'm down, I, like, for I'll real. I'll meet y'all after. Y'all uh, Mike, Mike going to be at the exit waiting on us. That part. Thank you. With you, my drink. You scared of the haunted house, Mike? Yeah, but let me tell you something. Blood pressure be all the way up. You talking <laughs> about ready to fight? Come out fighting, pushing, right at I'm not scared about that. I'm not the only one fighting. I'm not the only one fighting. Thank you. Thank you. Let me tell you something. It's too much for me. Oh, my God. That is so funny. Okay. Well, that was a great 10 spot, Q. Thank you for bringing it on back again. Still, happy birthday to you still all month long. We celebrating. All right, guys. So as we've been saying this whole show, I hope you've been enjoying everything. You're enjoying our commercials. One of the things I just want to always, I forget to kind of say, but I want to let people know, if you want to get your commercial on a show or there's something you want to advertise, Hit us up. We'll do the same love for you. Make sure you contact us on email at blackeducatedandbroke at gmail.com. Send us your content. We'll work something out. We got you looking out for you. Okay? And we're going to take one more break. And when we come back, we are going to be talking to the Terrell Hill with the Shanae J. Campbell. Give us a tea, Shanae. Hey. Keep it locked to Black Educated and Broke. It's Shanae JC, and I'm giving you a first look at the independent filmmakers making waves in the industry. What's up, man? It's your boy Marone, founder of Vintage Connoisseur Club, bringing you some of the hottest hand-picked designer and streetwear vintage pieces. We specialize in nostalgic, hand-picked, and revived vintage goods from Burberry polos all the way down to dead stock leather snapbacks. We pride ourselves on authenticity and exclusivity. Follow us on IG and Facebook at vintage.c.c. And you can even hit me up at Rome the Chosen One. Yo, what up? Algie Smith right here, and you're watching Black Educated and Broke. But we ain't broke. We get we moving on up. You know what I'm saying? We moving on up. What's going on, y'all? This is Terrell. And when I'm not pushing the culture forward, I'm looking to catch up on what's trending in the streets with Black Educated and Broke. It's the only show I'm listening to. All right, y'all. We are back here on Black Educated and Broke. Still having a few sound issues with produ- producers, eh, friend of bay, but you know that sign language says you got it down pack. Randy, tell me you are getting Tootsie Pop commercial vibes when she do that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I get mad that you say that. <laughs> yeah, we were like, one, what? two, three. <laughs> three. It takes oh. three. <laughs> Don't do Zay for the bay like that, y'all. But yes, guys, so before we took the break, we were getting excited. I was like, we got Terrell Hill in the building. Shanae's here. Yeah, like, it's yeah. about to go in. So I'm just going to pass the mic to my sweet Virgo sister, Shanae Hay, and she's going to do her thing because it's what she does. 
Go ahead. Right, Cause he, he been in all the movies. All everything. of them. <laughs> all the series. All of them. <laughs> right, right, right. So if you're tuning in as a new listener, welcome. And if you're hearing and seeing me, that can only mean we are behind the scenes where I like to highlight black filmmakers and filmmakers of color on the rise and on their grind that you should have your eye on and definitely have their projects on your watch list. As my girl Randy said, we are joined by Terrell Hill, hey, actor, producer, fire musician, entrepreneur. He was born in LA, raised in Reno Valley, California. Terrell is a star that burns bright and humbly. A graduate of Clark Atlanta University, Terrell has ha been on a steady rise working as an actor for shows and movies like Cobra Kai, Tyler Perry's Acrimony, Step of High Water, Superfly, Love Simon, Chicago PD. I could probably name some more, but just know he be working. I thought he I saw him on Chicago PD. Okay, thank you for saying that. I thought I was tripping. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Right, right. That, that credit list runs long. So welcome, Terrell Hill. Hey, hey what's hey. up, everybody? I feel so thank you. That was an amazing introduction. Thank you, Shanae. Appreciate that. Yeah. Nice here, y'all. What's going on? Yes, we are happy to have you. And for just a quick little fun fact before we kind of dive into everything, Terrell was actually my director and executive producer for my first produced short film, Novella, back in 2018. Yeah. So that was like a little, kind of when we kind of came together. We worked together before on Cream and Coffee, but I was still like a PA and just newbie in the shadows. But in 2018, you... Helped me step confidently into that role, Aww. really helped me out through that. So, the novella was excellent. Me and Mike got to come to the screen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I mean, yo, Shanae, you killed it for your first time, especially did your thing. The whole Thank tribe you. came together, made it happen. I, I love it, man. I love independent film work. I, honestly, a little bit more than everything else. Like, this is low key. Like, I'll do this for the rest of my life for sure. Okay, I'm gonna have to circle back on that because I just did a bit of what I might ask later. Can I ask a quick question? Because I saw the yeah. flag in the back and I wanted to know, you know, uh, what nationality or, you know, does that mean something oh, or? Uh, well, yeah, it's actually the Pan-Africanism flag. Uh, oh, right. I, it, yeah, it's more of a representative flag. It's not necessarily uh, a location. Well, I mean, at the same time, the colors are very familiar, obviously, yeah. but yeah. the Pan-African flag. Uh, okay, that's right. Yeah, when I got it, it was from the NAACP program. Uh, mm. So uh, that's where it came from, you know. Thank that's you, right, thank Randy. You. The red for the blood, the black yep. for the people, and the and green, green for, for the, the money. Oh, the land. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Go ahead, today. Sorry. No, no, no. Not a problem. All right, Terrell, tell us about your journey as a filmmaker. I'm very interested to hear and for you to share with people um, kind of your ascension, but as well as why you chose to go to Atlanta when you were living very close. Marino Valley is what, like an hour and some change from LA? Um, from really what is especially then the mecca of, of TV and entertainment. So talk to us about your journey and where you've been so far. So here's the true story, 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 right? Ooh, exclusive. When I went to Clark Atlanta, I went because I was going to study African-American studies. Um, but when I got there, I learned that it was a master's program or a graduate program major only. So I knew I was interested in film. I had never had a desire of being an actor yet. Was literally, I knew I loved to write and I knew I wanted to direct anyway. That was a big part of why I wanted to get my African-American studies degree because I wanted to do documentaries uh, and, and present them to my students, if that makes sense. Um, but essentially, uh, life, like, 
<laughs> and and I ended up in the mass media arts department. I had never acted before, but I was already making short films back home. So um, one day, one of the students on campus, shout out Tina Shakia, she uh, had been doing this series called College Boyfriends. And it was like this reality kind of TV show where about where it's like about relationships in the AUC, but we were playing men in relationships with women in the AUC. Uh, and we all had our own different storylines. So like I was Terrell, but I was really Damari A. Watkins. <laughs> and that was like my first time acting my entire life for real. And and I mean, 30 episodes later, I had loved it. Like, I think it, it just became one of those natural things for me, but I was also in school learning how to direct too. Um, so by senior year, um, I had my first agent, but I hadn't booked my first TV show yet. I've been auditioning for about two years at that point because once college boyfriends kind of solidified that I was interested in it, I knew that, all right, well, in order to go to the next step, you gotta ask questions. And I figured out how to get the things I needed to get in order to start being submitted for TV shows. And uh, about a month before graduation, I booked uh, my first TV show, primetime TV show, The Quad. And uh, we shot that on campus. Ironically enough, like it was like going to class and then going to set. So it was cool. And when I rapped, it didn't make sense to leave. I felt like my my checks from the quad was in the mailbox when I graduated. And it was almost like a confirmation from God that whether or not that's gonna be what it's gonna be for the rest of my life, it was something that was necessary to get me to where I need wherever I need to be next, if that makes sense. So I just stayed consistent and obedient to that. And since I was already interested in, in making movies, it was something I never stopped doing. I have scripts from high school that I that I have saved on old drives back in high school. So the interest to write has always been there. It's just, I went to school and learned the business side of it. I still have never taken an acting class before. I just have done it a lot to where I feel like by the grace of God, I haven't needed to get training to do the things I've booked. Uh, but I totally got educated on the behind the scenes. I learned how to produce. I learned how to be a PA. Uh, we did shows on campus. So I, I was kind of sold that it was going to be my life. I just wanted to figure out how I was going to finesse it. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's how it started. That's that's the whole kind of like, well, that's, that's a big portion of what it is. Well, that's right, because the journey is, is so larger. Um, I didn't know that about uh, going to school for African uh, studies beforehand. And can we watch uh, college boyfriends online? Is that because nah. it's always the first one people try and hide? No, I mean, here's the reality it's not on my resume no more. But, <laughs> but, but I still got mad love for the show. Um, it is on YouTube. Some of these episodes I done looked and got 100,000. Like, to be honest, I think when you performing for HBCUs every Wednesday, you got to learn to have thick skin. Mm. So when you make it through Heck college yeah. friends, Black Twitter, 2012, 2016. Yes, what a time. I was getting teased for free. <laughs> 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 you said, what you say, Black Twitter? Hey, that rise of Black Twitter, what was right, that, like But yeah. <laughs> That was like the training ground. I felt like that's, you know, I would hate to equate it to hip hop, but when you cipher and you're in a room full of people, Nobody got to know who you are. You let the work speak for itself. Mm. 
you know, if there's potential there, it grows as, as long as you're willing to give that potential whatever it needs, you know, like nurture that potential in order for it to be something. Uh, but by the grace of God, it did turn into something. So, you know, we're here now. Right. And see, I think your your path is slightly different than some. Like you said, you haven't taken acting classes. You weren't going to school to do that, but it just aligned and it worked for you. But for those who are maybe on the more traditional path to being an actor and going to an HBCU and just kind of rising through those ranks, what advice would you give them to kind of stay consistent? And they could look to you as someone's like, I want to be in his position one day. What What advice would you give them? If you're a young student at an HBCU, nine times out of 10, you owe a lot of money in loans because that's the statistics right now. I think when you spend that much money, you have a unique opportunity to live life and or live life as a student. And uh, the best thing I think I could have done was spent as much time trying to make the money work for me. I didn't spend a whole lot of time going out. I found an interest. I feel like I, I tried to spend as much time that wasn't delegated to me. I mean, life is really about time. You know what I'm saying? Eight hours we sleep, eight hours at work, eight hours we at home, right? Well, if you're on college campus, you are doing 24 hours of your life, you're at school. But with those hours that you have in the day, you're smart about how you use them so that you can actually teach yourself a lot of stuff. And, and you can really sharpen a lot of crafts with that time. So just being disciplined, I think it's the number one thing a college student would have to develop. You know, get it out your system at the same time as what you go to college for. But it, had it not been for people around me that had, that made me feel accountable to be disciplined, I don't think um, I wouldn't have gotten this far because I feel like in the same breath, I haven't trained, but I put in a lot of hours. You know what I mean? And, and you know, I love it. I'll put in more hours tomorrow when I wake up because that's that's what I want to do. But in the same breath, I've been putting in hours of trying to learn and become better in the best of my ability since college. So as long as you don't spend all that money and stay the same at the end, <laughs> you know what I mean? If you don't owe all these loans, use the resources, talk to the teachers. A lot of them have been in the film like, Dr. Eichelberger was one of the film students, uh, film professors, but he taught Spike. You know what I mean? It was so dope to sit in his classroom. And then like in between classes, I would be in his office talking to him. He's a levy of knowledge. He has all these posters around his room. And, you know, people asking how to get auditions. If you don't ask anybody, ask him, it's me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, you gotta gotta know how to, work your HBCU. Your HBCU mm -hmm. is full of people. Who That's what's up. Using the resources you already paid for. Spend more time doing that. Mm. That's the only advice I would have for somebody is it, just use your time as wisely as possible. Still, go out, have a good time, but that clock is going to tick and you are in control for the most part when you're in college of your hours when you're not in class. You literally can just go to your dorm and figure out a schedule and try to stick to it. Try to stay, try to stay as close to your spiritual regimen as possible, meditate. You know what I mean? That's when I first started to do it in college. I, I realized that thing that people have been telling me was quiet time was actually really meditation. So I would wake up in the morning, I would try to just sit quietly. And it wasn't until I started researching the benefits of meditation that I realized I've been doing some kind of broken version of it my entire life. But that even that broken version of meditation is still productive if you're using that time to rationalize what your day looks like and just 
setting up a plan. You can't get nowhere without a plan. You know what I'm saying? Just having a vision and trying to get through it like that. I can go on for hours too. I'm my bad. Like, <laughs> like pat me on the shoulder, ask me. <laughs> no, honestly, I, I think you you do. You're one of the most disciplined and productive. That was one of my questions. Was how what is like your productivity hacks? But I think you said a lot just in that um, in that advice you would give people on how you can kind of lay a better foundation so you can keep that momentum, keep going. Um, so, but yeah, your your discipline and your productivity is you and Nakia, like. <laughs> Bar none, like y'all really, y'all got it down. But I think that's what we, as people who are always trying to strive to do better, can look to is those examples that you gave. Because um, really, y'all, you're successful for a reason. A lot of that has to do with how you start your day, as we've discussed. You know how you end your day and that time in between. Yeah, so much. I really appreciate that. Uh, I, I can go back into detail about it because I think there's one more thing I can say real quick. What, what, well, you know what? Look, we're going to tease that Terrell. That's what we call a teaser in radio, honey. <laughs> we're going to tease that Terrell here, guys. We're sitting here with actor. I just like just amazing brother because just hearing him talk, I just didn't even know there were Professor, so many layers right and now. levels. <laughs> so, guys, he got a lot more he got to drop. You just heard that you want to hear it, don't you? We do, too. So you got to come back and join us right here on Black Educated and Broke. I'm listening to Black Educated and Broke. Are you sitting at your desk right now, bored out of your mind, tired of listening to all of these songs in the same old playlist? Well, do me a favor. Go to the Apple Podcast or SoundCloud and listen to Black Educated and Broke. We're going to give you lots of laugh, giggles, and lots of life. You heard it first with Randy O. All right, guys, we're back here on Black Educated and Broke sitting down with Terrell Hill. And Maya thinks she's slick, trying to ask all these little subtle questions off air all about fair, right. saying that she thought he was no. antisocial, talking about he can mm. produce. And then we found out she in a skit. Terrell was going to give us all that information. She tried to hush him up. So go ahead, T. I was also in college boyfriends, too. Like, I had, like, a little, you know. We definitely did make an appearance. I remember that. Yeah. Which episode? I won't, I won't air out like that, but I will show y'all when we finish up. Oh, uh, <laughs> did I have Maya? I thought we was friends, T. Like, I really... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we could. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you were sharing with us before we went on break. Um, you had one more kind of productivity discipline gym you wanted to share uh, with us. We were, we were listening to Rich. On our toes, Okay, real quick, and I'll make it quick. Um, and this is more of a reference. Whenever y'all can, if y'all really want to kind of figure out the best way to move on the inside, there's this man by the name, he goes by the name of Pastor Rick, who speaks about shape. Uh, if you guys get a chance, just Google that, type in shape, and just look at what the definition is in the breakdown, and that'll give context to the explanation I just want to give. Just kind of walking in your shape, and shape is like an acronym. And it breaks down you as a spiritual being that was sent here from God. So, you know, it it, it, it kind of ties things together. It, it, it's, it's a good excerpt, and it's really easy to digest. Just understand who you are inside and out. And you'll probably figure out what you're supposed to do. Just, just like that. Maya had also mentioned off air how you are a very talented editor. He he edited um, novella. He I think you edited it. You. 
help with the score? I know I'm missing something else. You were an EP uh, director. I, I, I worked with, with everybody else. You know what I'm saying? I worked on it with everybody else. It was fun. But you, know? you, you, you put your hand on it. You just extra blessed it, which I think is, is what's so needed as independent filmmakers is having that passion and having that drive. And I really appreciate as you continue to rise that you still take time out to, to, to work independently and to help your fellow independent filmmakers. I believe you were just working on another independent film like a week, two weeks ago, or maybe three weeks ago now? Yeah, or film two weeks ago. We're about to get spoken word show this week. Right, right, yes, yeah. Can we get details on the horror? Because that's my genre. Right. I I think, I I don't know if I I don't have all the details, but from what I understand, it's supposed to come out in Halloween. So, you know, my page, I'll definitely share it. I'll definitely send it to y'all. That's nothing. But I need that. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I was associate producer. I was moving around and helping, but I don't know the editing schedule. But I mean, yeah, I think it's coming on Halloween. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll keep you posted, Q, on that. Thank so, as we know, or as we, we've heard, you are, you're moving up there in ranks, you're getting in a lot of different sets and things like that. What has been, as you continue to kind of move into like the big leagues and mainstream acting and, and being around all of these powerful people and, and people that a lot of people want to be in rooms with, what's your takeaway from that? Um, and as you continue to kind of just move along, what I get, yeah, what is your takeaway and kind of what is that perspective having worked on the independent scene and kind of being more mainstream now? Um, because a lot of the times people don't even want to do independent, they want to hop right into to mainstream and get that. But there's there's pros and cons to both. So as someone who's still <laughs> navigating into mainstream, I would love to hear your takeaway and kind of what you've learned um from being in those spaces. I've learned that <clears throat> like I mentioned, I'm not trained. The reality is I just love doing it so much that I didn't care if I was the girl. I think for, for, for the world of filmmaking specifically, if you don't love it, you probably won't add as much to it if it's not something. There's so many things you can do in film. You got wardrobe, you got art department, you got audio sound, you got, I mean, there's so many things and a lot of them are well paying too, especially right. with certification, it's real easy, but the reality is, if you don't love what you're doing or if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, which is very common in this industry, you probably will spend more time being frustrated about why things aren't coming together. Uh, and, and, and that's been the biggest takeaway from working on the biggest sets and the littlest sets. I've noticed that there are actors that are around and are always going to be around and you can always tell the way they speak to everybody on set, whether it's the scene partner, the director, or the PA, or somebody who's just walking by, they're all on the same equal playing field and they'll have longevity because they love coming to work. That's really what that is. They love what they do. So when they come to set, they don't do it as being such and such, they do it as we're all coming together. When this movie's finished, all of our names gonna be in the same title scroll. You know what I'm saying? Like we all got a job to do, so let's get this thing home. And um, as long as you develop a love for what you do in any craft, specifically for this, it's not going to be hard to elevate. Ask the right questions when you feel moved to ask a question. You know what I'm saying? Um, just go hard. Just go hard. Okay, we're going to segue just a little bit because you are now, I think you, you have been, but you are now more publicly a musician. You done dropped some music. A Ooh, we got them bars. Wait. 
Right, right. We might just ask you to just freestyle real quick. Oh no, don't. Real quick. No, listen. Oh, he was ready. He I'm for, was no, listen, Terrell, yo, listen. We do, we do that. We got our slap it or dapping segment where people do perform their music, and we ask them to freestyle on the spot. So I'm just saying, if you want to like, you know, I'll give you idea or something quick. It's not gonna be long. I'm gonna start off the first few bars quoting Tupac, but I'll keep it quick. That's Thank cool. you. Um, <clears throat> start. Yeah. <laughs> I wake up in the morning and I ask myself, is life worth living? Should I blast myself? I'm tired of being poor, even worse. I'm black, my stomach hurts, so I'm looking for a purse to snatch. Cops give a damn about a knee, bro. Pull the trigger, kill a nigga, he's a heat, bro. 22 years later, we still singing it. It's still relevant. Hey, yo, believe me when I tell you that your life matter more than you know. Just keep believing it's gonna resonate the more that you grow. Whether you heavyweight or featherweight, keep fighting for more. Obama guaranteed to change, so it's coming for show, I promise. Blinds open, the birds chirping, the sun shining. Tony Hawk with the revolution, I love grinding. In high school, I was definition, I love rhyming. And now my name is my name. But yo, the irony is I'm actually thankful to my mother because she spelled it different. It gave me leverage to make it different and make a difference. I'm on a mission for more. Moreno Valley ain't the only valley I'm to explore. Trying to make it to a better life. A life of money accessible and I spend it right. With creativity flowing and never paralyzed. With peace and harmony trending and always televised. Where everybody know my name and they spell it right. Hey, <laughs> all right. <laughs> right, Come on. all right. Is, is your all right, let's play you? slap it or dap it. Ron. Ron, right. <laughs> Something positive, something positive, you know what I'm saying? God is good lately, uh, realizing I was boxing myself in the whole time as well. And of course my brother's passing. I think all of those things were coming together and, and hitting me in a way to where I felt like the worst thing I could do is leave this earth without saying everything I thought I was supposed to say while I had the opportunity to say it. And there's a certain level of survivor remorse I feel with me being the one that got the statement. He was, in my opinion, far more talented, way more driven, way harder working, way more intelligent, 4.6 GPA, high percentage, like I never met nobody like this in my life. So to watch him go, um, I think it made me feel more accountable to my time. I understand mm -hmm. how fragile life is, especially when I know for a fact, especially since he was 26, I'm 26 now, he was gonna make it. So I, I, I would rather die in pursuit then, then, you know, die resting. And what am I resting for? You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I just, I got stuff I'm supposed to do. So you're supposed to use all the tools in your tool, but part of my shape, you know what I'm saying? So if I can use it, I'm gonna use it. Rage. All right, what is next for you? What What's coming up that you can share? Of course, you... I can share a few things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what's um, next? I, I can't share a lot of, well, I can say this. Um, I have five episodes on House of Pain that's about to air. They start Ooh. the first one uh, the day after election. I'm playing uh, China's character's boyfriend this season, so it'll be fun. Um, and yeah. then um, there's a project I did for Snapchat that's coming out. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk for that, but that's also November, as well as a Christmas movie for BET, which is also November. 
And um, there's this really cool project I got to do, this um, Judas and the Black Messiah, the Black Panther Party project. Yo, we waiting on that. Oh, <laughs> we already <laughs> talked about that. We waiting on that. Yeah, yeah, I think it comes out top of next year. So if I'm not mistaken, those are the next four things that's coming out by the grace of God. So um, I have some things I'm preparing for, but for now, that's what's, that's what's next. Oh, that's dope. We didn't even know you was going to be a part of that. But as soon as I saw it, I sent it to the team like, yo, they doing a movie on Fred Hampton. I got to yeah. say it. I got to yeah. say it. Yeah. That was the coolest part. I met Fred Hampton Jr. That was that was a moment. I got to actually talk to some Panthers. That's awesome. That it, was, it, was, it was a great moment. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. Super excited. I can't wait. Yeah, thank you. And where can the people find you? In the bars, you say you spell your name differently. I know it, we know it, but, but let the people know where they can find you, where they connect with you online. Yeah, of course. Um, at Terrell, T-E-R-A-Y-L-E underscore. That's, that's, that's it. I know it's spelled weird. I'll spell it again, T-E-R-A-Y-L-E underscore. That's I just followed you, Terrell. I'm gonna find the facial here, don't he? I know, like a whole nother outfit. Right, that must be for a role, maybe. It must be for a new project, you know? Kind of look younger off a house of pain. Uh, I don't know what I talked about. <laughs> God is good. God is good. All the time. All the time. All the Thank time. you so much for being gracious with your time and joining us today. I hope that we can have you back for another Slap It or Dap It officially um, on your music tip because your music is very good. Um, again, just, yeah, thank you for those gems. As always, I always yes. tell you, it's always a pleasure talking with you. you. You really inspire the masses and I truly believe you are here to do continue to do amazing things and to motivate so many people to live in their excellence because you live in your excellence and you live in your truth so boldly so we appreciate you Shanae hey, has the best go, can I ask a question yes no. <laughs> Ryan don't ever have a question yeah, leave him alone. So, and he do it so, after everything is over like go ahead so listening to you seem like you got a lot of knowledge um and I tell Shanae this all the time I want to be in a movie as a drug dealer. And you go. was in the snow patrol. Right. So what advice I got what you. advice can you give a young brother? A young brother? Young. Oh. <laughs> oh, young. Why <laughs> 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 you going to play him like that? Because he been playing me all day, Terrell. You going to have to listen to the show. You going to hear how he tried my life. But go ahead. <laughs> no, he got this gray patch right. in his beard talking it's, about some But young. somebody young. Whoa. Nah, I'm going to be real with you. I uh, don't have no advice for you, big homie. Uh, I do know this. <laughs> only a couple ways this game go. Uh, I went out. I don't think it's worth it. <laughs> And that wasn't your fault, man. You you kind of was an innocent bystander. You shouldn't have got hit. I've been saying that for the you long time. You shouldn't have got hit, bro. <laughs> he even got about his Me. You shouldn't have got hit. That I'm was like, for somebody that's, else. That's crazy. I'm like, dang, bro. I, tried to go back. <laughs> I told him it's time to go. Right. <laughs> yeah, bro. That wasn't your bullet. That was like his. That. It's all good, but it happens. I love it. Ron, I appreciate that each and every time, though, you make sure to ask that. Because in that way, you you are networking. You are being remembered by someone, hopefully, one day (laughs) who is in need of that character. I have not needed it, but just know that. Terrell, y'all better keep him in your mind because he want to play this character, okay? I do. I'm a producer. That's what I do. I file it away. I just haven't had the character yet. Hey, man, we had the legendary Snow Patrol on here, man. I had to get that one out. We lost some sometimes, and I'll be Snow Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how did you how did you get that role, man? How did that come about? God, 
I just auditioned for it and it was the right place, right time type of situation. I think I was just available um, in the moment because I was also in the process of shooting a different project at the same time. So I was coming off of that one and I was fizzling into this one and I, the way the schedules kind of linked up, that's how I know it was like, okay, Monday I'm here, Tuesday I'm here. Wednesday I'm here, Thursday I'm here, and it didn't flip. So uh, apparently God wanted me to get part of that project. I don't think anybody knows how that happened. Usually don't happen like that. Shooting two projects. Mm -hmm. That's hey, I, I know I didn't work that schedule out. I'm glad it worked out. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad it worked out. Well, we are too, Terrell. Um, we've enjoyed this interview. And for those listening, we're not quite done with him yet. Because as you know, we have our guests do our segment in the church said. Because, you know, we like to leave something positive, even though he's been saying dropping bars, saying positive things all night. But I'm sure we got a whole lot more. So, guys, we're going to yes. take our final break, and we'll be right back with Terrell here, here on Black Educated and Broke. I think it's very important to find a moment of stillness as much as possible. Reason being, I don't think God competes with noise. A big part of developing the plan for yourself has a lot to do with being able to hear the voice of God and understanding some clarity. It's easy to fall off path when you have a subpar knowledge yourself. So try to find some time for yourself. Try to find some time with God. And the church said, Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. Didn't y'all enjoy that, guys? Listening here on Black Educated and Broke. That was such an amazing show. Shout out to our special guest, Terrell Hill, who is still in the building as we wrap up tonight. Um, you know, a full-fledged show. Um, if you ever want to hear all of our shows, not just this one, even the past one, Ron, how can they listen to some of our past shows? Oh, man, y'all can listen to us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Outtail.com, podcast, the, the podcast app, Player FM. You don't have to read them all. Uh, my Tutor Radio. <laughs> you don't have to read. See, Ron, let me see. This is what we got to do, right? You know, you hit, no, I get it, right? Because we don't want them to know that we're reading, right? We want to be like, oh, you know, da, da, da. just a couple of them. But that's okay. Because at least you have them in front of you, Ron. So I appreciate that. But also, in regards to watching us, if you want to go on the website and check out the Mayan blog, Maya, where do they need to go? Hold up, it's Be My Empire. That was way to be to correct me. Mm. Get it right, get it that tight. my vlog. Mm. Okay, oh, wow. and you can check it out on blackeducatedandbroke.com. And when are you going to give us a new blog? Pending. Stand by. Because I just came off a of vacation. I got to get my mind back right, okay? Got to do some more talks with God and meditation, as Terrell said. And get Zen back. Okay, come Centered. on, Zen back. Um, and this weekend, Mike B, what is going on with us this weekend? What are we getting into? Uh, well, Randy's we be in the city. Uh, we have an acting gig, a uh, former guest on uh, Behind the Scenes with Sinead J. Campbell, Atlanta's own Jade, Angela Moore of Georgia State University. Uh, on my radio series, uh, we are playing ourselves. <laughs> yes. And then also uh, Sunday, make sure y'all, uh, if you listen to the show Friday, Saturday, have you listen Sunday. Get on your Instagram, Facebook, because we're going to be on a road trip. The cast is going on a road Yay. trip in the car run. Got the Astro van. <laughs> and we're going to the hemp farm. And that's all you need to know. The hemp farm, baby. And Mike got breakfast. Okay. And I got breakfast. That's right. 
All right, and then last but not least, Q, let us all know how they can follow us on our social media platform. On all our social media. Get your phone out right now. Give me it out, get it out, get it out, get it out. You're going to go on Instagram. You can follow at blackeducatedandbroke.com. You can go on Facebook, also blackeducatedandbroke.com. And then you know Twitter is back popping after a little bit of hiatus. And we are on there at PEB Podcast underscore ATL, baby. All right, y'all. And that's been it. So it's been your girl, Randy O. I'm Mike B. It's Maya. Terrell, what's up, y'all? <laughs> Is it me? Shanae. No, it's oh, Ron, Shanae. then Shanae. Oh, oh no, no. It's okay. We're going to try that again, you know. Ron added too many damn people. That's okay. Ron, man, my side is still undefeated, and they going to stay that way. And you know what? Y'all, Ron are free. I'm so happy for y'all. Hell yeah. But the Patriots ain't. <laughs> Let me call Cam. Let me call Cam. God. Hey, per usual, it's time to cue the takeover. Appreciate y'all joining us this week. We had a blast. Sinead's in the house. We had Terrell in the house. Come back next week. We got an all-new show, all-new guest. Slap it or dab it, maybe? Ah, you got to come back next week to find out. All on Black Educated and Broke. Peace. It's time to go.